yeah, just took a sip of coffee, ready to start this podcast. It's early in the morning. Just kind of woke up, made my little coffee. Was going to wait till later to record the podcast, but said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it now. And, uh, you know, it's just a calm morning. It's just everything is chill. Everything is good. So how are we going to start this podcast again? Let me look at my notes. Quarantine porn. (laughs) What? No, I remember. That's all. That was just a bit for the beginning of the podcast uh, because, um, you know, I'm trying new shit. But basically, I just wanted to start this episode really quickly talking about I saw one of the funniest porns I've seen in my fucking life last night. Um, You can guess what I was doing while watching it. You can imagine, you can, you can surmise that I was just watching it for, you know, entertainment purposes, or there was another reason I was watching this porn, but regardless, that's not the point of what I'm trying to say. Jesus, even early in the morning, there's still a lot of noise, so excuse me for that, but, um, so yeah, I was watching this porn last night, and, uh, it was so funny, like, I literally had to stop it and was laughing maniacally for, like, a full minute. Basically, what the porn was about, it was about this white guy who had an Ebony stepsister, which if you don't know, Ebony means black. He had a black stepsister, and apparently he was quarantining. (laughs) He was quarantining, and uh, his stepsister was not trying to quarantine. And the guy was kind of mad at first. The girl, the stepsister was saying, yeah, I've been really horny during this quarantine. And um, they end up having sex. But I, I'm telling you, the, the dialogue in this porn had to have been some of the funniest fucking dialogue I've seen in any comedy in a long time. Like, I couldn't believe the shit that they were saying as part of this premise. And that's the thing that's cool about porn is that, you know, they just don't give a fuck to make something that even makes sense in terms of a of a plot that's the last thing on their minds and i think it makes for a great product but i just wanted to start this episode really quickly by telling you guys about quarantine porn which i should have known was a thing but didn't realize it was a thing ryan reynolds in black i wrote black lively (laughs) which is very appropriate for the story no Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively um, apparently got married at a plantation uh, spot. What the fuck is the appeal of getting married at a plantation? Can somebody explain that to me? Like, maybe, I guess, maybe the venue is beautiful. And you kind of just ignore the past of this place. But it's like, I feel like even if the venue is that beautiful, and you know it was a plantation house, just go somewhere else. At the very least, it's probably going to be haunted, right? Like, wh- why else would you want to? Yeah, I don't understand. And then, like, now they're getting a lot of backlash, obviously, because, like, why the fuck did you get married at a plantation? Um, I can see it both sides, obviously. That's what this whole show is about. I could kind of see the, the situation both sides. I can see... Oh, fuck. I deleted my notes. Oh, uh, fuck. Where's my notes? There we go. Sorry, guys. This episode has been kind of a mess a little bit because it's early in the morning. Just woke up. You know, I'm kind of in, in a slowed down mood. Usually I talk way faster than this. 
But right now I'm just feeling, you know, I'm just vibing right now, man. I'm just vibing. But, yeah, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively got married at a plantation. Um, and you can see there's both sides, right? There's two ways to look at this. One, you should never get married or do anything in a place that was once a plantation spot. Because that's very disrespectful, it's very tone deaf, especially during this time. It's crazy that you would do that. Why aren't you honoring black people by not getting married at a plantation spot? It's fucking nuts. Um, that's one way to look at it. The other way is that it's a building. It's no longer a plantation uh, spot, right? Like it's not like it's a plantation spot right now. So that's another reason why, you know. It's probably not that big of a deal, but it was just, I just found that interesting that Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, who have been largely unproblematic up until now, kind of thought it was a good idea to get married at a plantation. And then when people, you know, apologize afterwards, right? Like when they're getting hot water and they apologize, why are they apologizing? Are they apologizing because they truly feel sorry or just because they had to? Because... And it's possible that they truly don't feel it's bad to get married at this place. It's rough because it's like, it's, I guess it depends on you to try to carry any added weight to this place, right? Because at the end of the day, it's just a spot. It's just a place. Granted, horrible things have happened there, but it's just like that was in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, now it's a different venue. And it's a beautiful venue. And you're a rich celebrity. You probably don't give a fuck the history of this, uh, you know, of this building. You have the money and you want the most beautiful place that money can buy. And apparently it was a plantation. (laughs) It's a plantation house. Fucking crazy. That that's what, you know. I don't know that they found beautiful. I mean, they didn't find it beautiful because it was a plantation. Let me not make them out to be racist. But it is funny that now they're getting in trouble for that because, yeah, I don't. And also, I don't know if people truly give a fuck about this or not. You know what I mean? Like a lot of with a lot of cancellations and people getting in trouble for shit. Most of it is kind of smoke and mirrors. You know what I mean? Unless it's like something actually bit like a big deal i feel like this shit is just smoke and mirrors you know what i mean like now we're at a point where like they're looking for you to slip up and uh they want you to kneel to them to whoever the them is right like the magical they like the dj Khaled day they don't want you to win they don't want you to get married at a plantation wedding spot <laughs> oh man wouldn't that want to, like, if you're a rich person, maybe that's just how out of touch rich people are. They just don't give a fuck. But I feel like if you're a rich person and they tell you, listen, there's a beautiful destination for your wedding. But just so you know, this was a plantation spot in back in the 1800s, 1700s, 1600s. You know what I mean? Black slaves were killed and tortured and all that shit and made to work. In this very same place. How do you feel about it? Eh, fuck it. That's probably what they said. And let's not pretend they didn't know it was a plantation spot. They absolutely knew it was a plantation spot. 
because like i said the destination you know the people the the the, the people who show you spots for your wedding i'm sure they tell you the history of this place and they probably said just so you know this was a plantation place and they probably got married at a point where it canceled they couldn't have foreseen that people would be, would be sensitive to this kind of stuff but they were and now they almost got canceled but i think they saved it just in time they were like no we are deeply sorry this was a fucking dumbass decision I support the movement. Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Put the black power fist up. And I think they're safe now. And even if they didn't really say anything, I don't think this would have been that big of a big deal. This is interesting. Would you get married? And, like, you can explain it to a to a much larger question of, like, would you... Like, would you get married at a place that has, like, a really traumatic and violent history? You know what I mean? Or would you be able to just ignore it? It's kind of like the separate the art from the artist question. Like, if you're listening to Chris Brown, are you able to separate the fact that he beat up Brianna? If you're listening to Tory Lanez, are you able to separate the fact that he may have been responsible for shooting her foot up? You know? Wh who knows? That's that's really like a subjective thing. So then I can't really crucify Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively for this. Although, Yeah. Blake Lively and uh, Ryan Reynolds are two beautiful people. I'll say that. Oh, and the other thing about drinking coffee that I guess is not good for doing a podcast, it keeps watering my mouth. That's not good, right? I guess because it's drying it up so much. I don't know how science works, guys. I feel like at this point, everybody should know that my least strong suit is science. I don't know shit about science or physics or fucking, you know quantum physics well no actually i do know quantum physics believe it or not i don't know shit about science but i do know a lot about quantum physics <sighs> obviously that's a joke you know i don't know shit about quantum physics all right let's move on to instagram kind of just stealing yet another idea i don't understand how this is possible i don't understand how instagram is able to do these legally So right on the heels of TikTok almost getting banned in the United States unless it gets bought by a by an American company. Instagram introduces Reels, which is literally just TikTok. Like do you remember do you guys remember when Instagram stole Snapchat's whole shit? They were actually the first app to steal it. Then after that everywhere, you know, everybody stole stories. Even Twitter wants to fucking introduce stories. Um, but the first person to, you know, steal that idea from Snapchat was Instagram. And then Instagram, I mean, Snapchat just kind of really fell off. And then Instagram benefited, benefited from, uh, from the stories thing from, from the Snapchat shit. They called it stories, Instagram stories. And now they have that. And now they are trying to do the same shit they did with TikTok. And it's probably gonna work because you know why? Here's why. Here's why. Here's why it's gonna work. Because them just stealing TikTok and putting it in their app doesn't necessarily guarantee that people are gonna stop using TikTok. But the reason Instagram is gonna succeed with this real shit is because there's still enough young people in Instagram. They haven't really left Instagram yet. You know what I mean? It's not like um facebook like if facebook would have done this 
There was no, there is no young people on Facebook right now. Not really. So it wouldn't have mattered. But I think the fact that there's so many young people on Instagram right now that are willing to try this shit. That's why this is going to succeed in the same fate that happened to Snapchat is going to happen to TikTok. It's kind of crazy that Instagram can kind of just steal these ideas. I don't understand how this is not illegal. They're clearly stealing the TikTok formula, even down to the endless scrolling, the 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 types of editing that you can make on TikTok. All of that shit is in reels, like the sped up, like the um, adding the the cuts, the the adding the text on top of it, like all of that shit is there. That's what's so crazy about it. I don't I don't I truly don't understand. The only difference is that reels is fifteen seconds. They have that 15 seconds cap. I guess so people can see. Like, I think Reels also appears in somebody's story. You know what I mean? So that's why they make it 15 seconds. That's really the only difference. And I wouldn't be surprised if they expand it to a full minute. The same way the regular Instagram videos are allowed to be. But this is nuts. It's a cutthroat world out there. Just imagine. Let me guide you through the thought of. Let me guide you through the, the mindset of, let's say, the, the founder of TikTok. So we make this app because the Chinese government tells us to spy on people. <laughs> no, maybe. Most likely. But no, let me just exclude that from the equation. Your um your TikTok. Well you're the founder of TikTok, you're like, oh shit, I created um, I have an idea for an app where you kinda endlessly scroll and people have a lot of editing features on it to make them near whatever kind of video they want. And most of the time is going to be backtracked by music. Let's do that, right? That sounds like a good idea. Okay, we're building the app. Okay, the app is out. Um, This is kind of a rebrand to Musical.ly, which was about music, but it's not going to really be Musical.ly. This is going to be, you know, you can add music and, you know, this is going to be good. But let's also feature, like, focus on it being, you know, a funny app, a fun app where people can post their own cleverly edited videos or just other videos or just whatever, just a place where you can see funny videos and entertaining videos. We put it out. Slowly and slowly it's getting more and more recognition. Now the sign that this app is going to be truly successful, there's young people that are you know, gaining a big following and becoming celebrities on our app. Yes, this is good. This is exactly what happened with Vine. This is exactly what I, what we want to happen to our app. So it's happening. We have Addison Ray, Charlie D'Amelio, Dixie D'Amelio, all these people. We have the Hype House. Now, these TikTokers are getting together and living in their own house. Fuck yeah, we made it. We have a really successful app that a lot of young people are following because they're celebrities on this app. We're doing great. Oh, shit. The president of the United States said they want to banish our app. Well, not banish. Banish and ban our app from the United States because they feel like it's Chinese spyware, which it may very well it be, you know. But again, we're removing that. Fuck. Now we're in kind of, we're kind of in trouble. We're going to have to sell to a to an American company. We want to survive. This could happen at any time. Trump could ban this app at any time. What do we do? 
that's just i mean let's just look for investors bill gates is looking like he's interested in it let's see let's talk to him but fuck we we're running out of time we need to do this now wait what i'm sorry what what did you what, what did you just say instagram introduces a new feature what does it have to do with us it's called reels okay what is it it's tiktok They literally just took our fucking idea and put it in their app? Is that even legal? Can you really even do that? How does that even make sense? That's literally the idea that I came up with. Especially, and it's so blatant now, when TikTok is almost about to get banned. Can they really do this? That's the mindset of the TikTok co-founder. That's my fucking mindset. How the fuck is this legal? That's my only question. It feels really, really illegal. <laughs> like extremely illegal to me, at least. Like it seems like this should not be able to happen. I don't know how TikTok, uh, I'm sorry, Instagram keeps getting away with this. But to me, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Because it's just so blatant. That's the issue with it. Like introduce some new shit to you. Why are all your new features talking to Instagram right now? Where are all your new features just shit that we have done or shit that um, other apps have done? I guess you're smart in that way because other social medias are so stubborn. They don't they refuse to see the new apps coming up and they just stick to their own thing. Instagram has survived for so long and may and maintained that position of it being a young person's app by just implementing shit that is cool. And keeping the cool people in it. And the cool people are the young people. They're the ones that are re that really can make an app cool or not. But yeah, it's crazy that Instagram is now just blatantly stealing TikTok. Let's see how, how it works. The only thing that hasn't really worked for them is IGTV. Their take on YouTube. But best believe they'll try to find a way to make that successful as well. By probably stealing YouTube's algorithm. Of searching and finding YouTube videos. That's probably what's next. So let me just say this and let me address this now. Because this is this I usually don't do shit like this. I don't talk about things like this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it because I know they'll both see it. I really fuck with Charlemagne and I respect Charlemagne. Let me just say that now. When he basically kind of called me homophobic without even watching an interview, and I was like, I didn't even say that, and then for him to just out his mouth be like, yo, who raped your sister? Like so callous like that fucked me up and, and and i actually held on to that for like six years man mm -hmm. and i was like this isn't healthy and i'm talking to my therapist about it and i I put i put it on a record i talk my shit on a record right you know what i mean okay i mean i guess now logic is beefing with uh charlemagne the god he is done beefing with uh joe budden he expresses peace on that now um <laughs> no charlemagne is next <laughs> what the fuck is Logic doing, man? I think Logic is just using this opportunity to just finally come back and attack every single one of his haters. But why now? I guess, well, now, I mean, whatever. I understand why now because, you know, it's uh, your album just came out. Your last album, presumably. You're trying to get all the attention you can on it. Let me go on a press run and uh, air out all my grievances. But it's just weird. It's And it's also weird because Logic is coming off like weird in these, right? It, he shouldn't be because he's literally just saying 
that he doesn't that he's just kind of responding to all the shit that's been said about him in the past couple of years by Charlemagne and Joe Budden. But it's it feels strange that every time he responds to them, it kind of paints him in a bad light to the general public, not to his fans. His fans are fucking obsessed. His fans don't give a fuck about anything, so they don't give a fuck. But it's like it's weird that uh that logic is just kind of taking this opportunity to air out all of his grievances. You know what I mean? It's kind of strange. Like it truly uh yeah, and, and now let's just talk about the Charlemagne thing then because now he 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 says you know, he's had an issue with Charlemagne because Charlemagne called him homophobic without any like by taking something out of context. By asking about his sister's rape. And that's the big thing. You hear that and you don't understand the context of that. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? Charlemagne did what? That's crazy. How could he do that? That's so fucking... uh, That's so upsetting. That he would do that. Right? That's what you think. But then let's add a little bit of context to it, Logic. So Logic, I I vividly remember this interview. This was Logic's, I believe, first interview. Uh, this was back when Under Pressure came out. I remember watching this interview. Um, you know, Logic goes over to the Breakfast Club. You know how Lo- you know how Charlemagne is. He's kind of an asshole. I don't know if he means to be like that, but he just is. He's almost psychopathic in. He's almost sociopathic in how much of an asshole he is. Like he truly doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna ask a question that comes to his mind. And doesn't mind making you uncomfortable. So, you know, they come across the homophobic part. I don't really remember, but I could truly believe it. Like, oh, in this interview, you said something about being homophobic or whatever. And then Logic kind of squirt me and be like, no, that's out of context. No, I didn't really mean that. You know, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Whatever. He kind of brushed that off. But then there was a point where Logic brings up in one of his songs uh, is the song under pressure? He mentions his sister was raped, right? And I imagine somehow that came up in conversation on the podcast. And Logic kind of just mentioned that, yeah, my sister was raped, so you know, blah 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 blah. And then he was in the middle of a conversation about how does his family feel when he reveals her their secrets. He was just saying, "So, so my truth, I have to share it, right?" And um. Logic mentions that, uh, you know, the, the, the Charlemagne, the, uh, no, Logic mentions that his sister was raped and which is a wild question. I remember from the time I saw this interview, I was just like, what kind of fucking question is that Charlemagne? <laughs> he was, wait, who, who raped your sister? What kind of question is that? <laughs> I understand Logic brought it up. Now I'm kind of siding with Logic on this. I mean, what kind of fucking... Qu- what is uh, That's what I'm saying. I feel like Charlemagne the God is really kind of sociopathic in a way. Because the first thing that came to his head when Logic mentioned my sister got raped is not, oh, I'm sorry for that. You know, my apology, you know, my condolences. How has it affected her? Like something more, you know, em- um, empathetic. No, I was like, who raped your sister, bro? How do you answer that question? Oh, it was, you know, it was Michael. Michael, my cousin. He did that. Like, what? Like, do you think Logic is going to willingly answer that? 
even his co-hosts, when he asked that question, I clearly remember, they were just like, Jesus, dude, I mean, relax. Like, what the fuck? Why are you asking that? But that's just, you know, that's the thing with Charlemagne. He is absolutely sociopathic. And that's probably why he's become such a big interview over the past couple of years. But it's interesting that Logic, you know, just finished, like, kind of beefing with Joe Budden. The same background. <laughs> same exact background. Same AirPods, just different clothes. And now a couple of days later, he does an interview with uh, Genius. He's uh, And he's talking shit about uh, 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 Charlemagne. It's just funny. It's just funny that Logic is kind of grieving all his, airing out all of his, all of his, you know, grievances. All, all the like how annoyed he's felt probably, but I feel like there was a better way to address all of this. Probably your music, Logic. I don't know. I think that might have been the best place to do that. To do that at, you know what I'm saying? Um, although I think Logic talked shit about, or was that Eminem? I'm getting confused. I think Logic talked shit about one of the people criticizing him. Not and not Joyner Lucas. I know he had a song where he was beefing, like responding to Joyner Lucas. I don't remember, but yeah, it's just funny. The logic is going on a on a on a press run, um, you know, attacking back at his haters, which I can't really hate because, you know, what can you do? That's uh, that's the perfect. This is the perfect opportunity to do all of that. Now that you're on a press run and don't really give a fuck about the music and shit. But, you know, I think the thing that Logic needs to understand is just that they're, I don't understand why they don't like Logic. You know what I mean? Like, true, I not I don't really. I kind of do, from Joe Budden's perspective. And then Charlemagne doesn't like white rappers, so that's probably why he doesn't like Logic, although Logic is biracial. Um, but, you know, it, it is weird that they don't like Logic. And I can understand why Logic is annoyed, but... All Logic needs to understand is that, you know, people are just not going to like you and there's nothing you can do about it. So you might as well just kind of just kind of move on. You know what I mean? All right. Let's talk about some personal shit. Story time. No. Yeah. Well, it is a story. And it is the time for the story. So, you know. Yesterday marked the second time I almost got scammed with a job. Which is a wild way to get scammed because it's actually the worst type of way to get scammed because you're trying to make an honest living. You're trying to work. It's not like you're trying to get something for free. Like, how do you get scammed from a job? Like, you just want a job. Why is that so fucking horrible? <laughs> like, who would want to do that? The first time I got scammed with a job was, uh, you know, I was, uh, what was I doing? Well, yeah, it, the the pandemic had just started. I got let go of my uh of my job at the movie theater. Um, but then I got like a a, a text saying that like they saw my that they saw that I applied to a job or they they found me on uh on Indeed. They said they would like me to apply to this job. And the company seemed real. The company was real. I looked that up, but it was a real company. And they were saying they were going to offer $25 an hour for training. And then it would jump to $50 an hour. So I was like, oh, fuck. Hell yeah, I'm applying to this. So I ended up applying. 
did a I did an interview. Listen to this. They set up an interview on Google Hangouts. I did the interview. I mean, and I'm telling you, all this seems so fucking legit. Like every single thing about this seemed real legit. So that's what's so fucked up about it. But I did the interview on Google Hangouts and I got the job. And then, you know, the next day they told me, you know, you start uh, orientation or training tomorrow at this time. At this point, everything was looking great. I thought, yes, I got this job. I'm going to get a lot of fucking money. You know, I should have been doubtful the $50 an hour. But, you know, I was just hopeful to make more money because, like I said, the pandemic has just hit. So I needed the money. So I wasn't, you know, tripping about that. So the next day I wake up like at 8 a.m. Ready, ready to work, boss. I'm right here at Google Hangouts. Takes them an hour to like even text on Google Hangouts. Right? I found that weird. I was like, what the fuck? What kind of unprofessional ass shit is this? How am I like an hour earlier to, than you? Or how am I on point? You know, how am I on time and you're you're late an hour? That was the first red flag for me. Then, um, what did I do? Uh, yeah, then they sent me the first task, which is write a, like, uh, a two page essay, uh, no double space saying about why I, some weird, some weird generic question. I saw that. I'm like, what? And I started kind of working on it, but then I was like. I stop. I'm like, what the fuck is this? In long story short, well, the, the story has already been long. But basically, the end of the story is just, um, it was a scam. I looked it up on Google. I'm like, and they basically explained every single thing I went through. And I was like, oh, shit, this is a fucking scam. And I stopped right there, blocked them, you know, all that shit. And I was real, uh, you know. I was real depressed, not depressed, I was really kind of disappointed because, you know, um, I, I didn't have a job, so I needed a job, it was right after, right as I lost my job at the movie theater, that this happens, I was like, fuck, I thought I was gonna get a job, but luckily enough, I started doing Uber Eats and then made as much as they said the training was gonna be, which was really surprising to me, and that's just how life is sometimes you know what i mean you might not get what certain things one way but you'll get it another way it was really i was really glad to get to that, that uber eats kind of came across and i kind of did that so that was the first time i got scammed and then they also tried to scam me with that same exact way but just with another instead of indeed it was like zip recruiter or some shit and i was like oh okay there we go now it's more clear to me that it's a scam now, the second time I'm getting scammed happened just two days ago, or probably yesterday. No, two days ago. I get a message from LinkedIn, which is as professional as you can get with anything. You know what I mean? I get a message directly to my LinkedIn account, like a DM on LinkedIn from this lady named Olivia who works at this place. Offer me an, an, an uh, a, a remote administrative assistant job, saying that I should send in my resume to the email on there, right? And I send it. This is this is a really shitty story. It's a very quick story. I, like I'm trying to make it seem like it's more epic than it is. No, I send the fucking resume. Then shortly after that, like two hours later, same Olivia on LinkedIn was like, "Sorry, I got hacked. I don't know who the fuck that was." And I'm like, "Fuck." Got scammed again. 
And I sent the resume and everything. And they ended up emailing me back like, great, we can get started in a couple of days. You know, you got this thing and this. And I'm like, man, blocked. You know? Thank God that lady let me know that that was a, a, a hacked message. Because this seemed so real. I was definitely going to go through with it. You know what I mean? I was definitely going to be like, all right, let's uh, let's do this shit. Um, but I didn't, I think I'm done with this episode that there was one more thing I wanted to talk about, but I'm just feeling kind of, kind of over it. You know what I'm saying? Let me take a little bit of a sip of coffee and then let me outro this real quick. I'm never doing an episode drinking coffee and doing the podcast at the same time. And it's not even that it's really early. That makes it weird. It is the coffee. Drinking the coffee, um, waters my mouth. It prevents me from talking well. You know what I'm saying? It should, like, get me more energized because coffee should wake you up. And I'm kind of woken up, but I'm never doing an episode where I'm drinking coffee again. But, you know, it felt, did, did, did you guys think if it felt, if anybody listening to this, did y'all feel like it was a morning episode? Like, if it felt like a morning show? I think that's probably what my ultimate goal is going to be, like a morning show. Because I get to talk about all the current events. You know, I do it in the morning. You know, I talk for a couple of hours. That seems like the dream. Should I play a song to end it all? Or just say bye? I'll just say bye. Alright, bye guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode. Peace.